Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysts, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Dude, you know what I got? It's the suds. Remember when SpongeBob got the suds? <laughs> you look like <laughs> That's exactly what, what you look like. I have, I'm going to be honest. I have no idea what that is. Ben didn't have cable TV when he was a kid. Oh, yeah, I can't. Yeah. Oh, that's right. For a standard time. But you had direct TV. I had TV. No, but when you were really little, I remember I went over to your house. And you oh, Ben, you didn't watch SpongeBob? That was in Fargo, though. I can't believe you're too young to know what SpongeBob is. I genuinely feel bad for people that didn't watch Spongebob. Still watched, on to this I, day, no, what do you I, mean? I watched Spongebob. I feel like Spongebob was like okay. peak 2000s. So I actually might have watched more Spongebob than you guys. You just don't know what the no suns way. are. There's no, yeah, I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> no chance. You're probably right. No chance. I feel like kids got robbed these days of, of good cartoons like that. Completely are you kidding agree. me? They got YouTube now. <clears throat> right. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Just yep. kidding. I was more so being sarcastic. But. <laughs> oh. Well, and they have to go to YouTube because cartoons on TV probably are right now. Do they even have cartoons? Wait. Yes, Ben. They have is cartoons. Nickelodeon still a thing? The universe yes. is still there. I was just at the Mall of America. Yes, it still is, Ben. Well, when's the last time that you watched Nickelodeon, Mr. I know everything about network TV? It's still on. I can <laughs> promise you that. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Anyways, welcome back to uh, the Life Wide Open podcast. We just got back from Miami. 
Ironically enough, Ryan, the one person who didn't go to Miami, is sick. Yeah. The fuck's up with that? Yeah, the whole weekend yeah. off. Actually, damn near a little more than that. And and what the hell were you up to? Yeah, what were you doing? Honestly, I kind of did nothing. It was nice. Finally got that week off that we'd been... We took a week and a half off the week before we left. No, you no, took the, you week, took the week off. Oh, that's, we were true. that's true, that's true. So, yeah, I got my week off. But, yeah, you would think the people that go to Miami would be the ones coming home sick. Honestly, Ryan, you didn't miss much. I thought it was quite a good time. I don't know if you can <laughs> say that to me. I, <laughs> yeah. I had the worst FOMO all week. I was sitting here. Freaking 40 below. I blowed snow like six times because that's all I had to do. It does sound terrible. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah, that I'm thinking about it, you might have actually And I watched something. like all the Marvel movies and then the Spider-Man <laughs> That sounds movies. terrible. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. But I mean, sure. It was what else are you going to do when it's, it was as cold as it was? Yeah, but so you guys got to go to Florida. And why was it not fun? No, it, it I'm fun. like, we're no, going to chat I'm, with you for a don't minute. Get about don't get fun. me wrong. It was a great time. We have plenty of stories. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty eventful. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm glad we left when we did, though, which we'll get into. Yeah, you guys. I mean, we might as well just dive right into it. First off, though, thanks for 100K. I think oh, yeah. this is the first yeah. podcast since yeah. we hit 100K. I think we're up to, what, 104, something like that. But thank you, guys. That means a lot. When we initially started the podcast, we were like, let's hit 100K. And then uh, I think after that, it'll be a very organic growth because uh, I think those first probably 100,000 people came directly from the YouTube videos and from here, maybe people might just know us for the podcast. I don't know. That would be wild. That would be wild. Yeah. But anyway, thank you guys for 100K. Well, to start, um, I wrote down in my notes, I love the airport. <laughs> I do love the airport. Don't you guys? You want to know what I wrote down in my notes? How much the airport club that we're in sucks. Really? Yeah. So quite opposite of you. Oh, I feel like whenever we show up to the airport, we're all in a really good mood. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, top of the line bullshitting. That's true. And, but- like, we're drinking, and, like, it's something about the chaos of it. Yeah. I think we like that. Yeah. Like, everyone's running around, they're late, and we're just, like, you know, getting drinks. It's so fun, <laughs> dude. And then we're always almost not to the plane in time, and Ken's freaking out, and we're Although, laughing. And We've gotten a lot better. A How lot. does that? We Every, every single time. time. Every single time. And Ken is, like, the, we call him our our travel advisor, and we always say if if uh, YouTube doesn't work out, Ken will just go and just plan people's trips because he's good at it. He's so good at it, and he's got Ken's every, travel agency. He's got everything down to like the minute that you should be here. You're gonna get pick up your car, and you get your car from Tasha. The and, bags are getting dropped yeah. off here. Yeah, it's yeah. just like so many things lined up, and but, that's about the complete opposite of how the rest of us travel, especially Mike. He can, Mike kind of well, got that's snapped at. Oh. When we got to okay, the that's the other thing. When you said we're all in a good mood, blah blah, blah I think Ken has so <laughs> we much on his late. plate, and I don't. I hate to like again talk about Ken since he doesn't have a voice currently. <laughs> He'll probably hop on later. We love doing, but this. it's like as soon as we start traveling, and for how frequently you've flown, it's like immediately your your mood is just heightened. Ken is panicking. Okay. Yeah, I'm he's out. like freaking out. <laughs> Dude, that was so fun. Was that when we were leaving Florida? Well, both. No, no, on the way there. But like both, it's like even when we landed in Minneapolis, we, I don't know, we just landed. We had no, to get we, our bags. We showed up. You were so apprehensive. So, so yeah, in a Ken hurry. Was in a pissed, mo- pissed off mood. Mike, yeah. oh, how long you plan us in here? Ken? I don't know. Getting fully. Cl- it's like when Ken moves my car. 
10 feet to like snowplow. He'll do my steering wheel. He'll move my seat all the way back. <laughs> okay. He'll like adjust the height. The <laughs> mirror, the okay. rear view mirror. Yeah, the okay, rear view mirror. Well, your car, you have the seat all the way forward. So I have to move it just to even yeah. get in the seat. Why do you have to touch my steering wheel? Because it's also um, like I can't get my legs under it. All right. Fair. I'd rather have you do that than send my car through the garage door. So Okay. So we get to the airport. And- and Mike is just on his bullshit, you know, just doing the, the just being slow. <laughs> nah, the, hey, I, I will defend myself until you lose if you want to get after this. Okay, but we had an hour from the time we stepped through the airport door until the door shut in the plane. And I'm like, okay, we got to get our right. bags checked and through security right. immediately. Right, and then we did that. And then here no, you But it's funny because we did sorry, that. You're missing a vital point of this part. So we're checking the bags, and we got the tags, and Ken gives us all the tags to put on our bag, and I'm sitting here. I don't know. I've never had it where we had to put it around. I don't think Mike did either, or we have, but there was like this extra little piece on it, and Mike goes- All I said, do we need to keep this? And Ken just goes- literally all I said. Ken just goes, quit fucking around. We don't have time. We don't have time for this, Micah. And Mike I got scared. genuinely asking, like, what do I do with the tag? Quit fucking around, Mike. And that was like early in the morning, and I was like- I get that we were in a hurry, but I wasn't holding anyone up. I wasn't holding well, it's like we get, anything you gotta, up. You got to print the tags, and then you got to like drop them off and stand in line to <laughs> drop them off. Them right. <laughs> and then I said, do I, and then I said, the do I have time to go grab a mask? Because I didn't have a mask. I hate that you have to wear a mask. That's when Ken still. goes, Jesus. <laughs> and so then I didn't. I just held off. I said, fine, I'll, I'll get in trouble for no mask versus like. Getting in trouble by Ken. Getting in trouble by Ken. Yeah, oh. I'd, take, I'd take a Karen over Ken any day. But the funny thing. Sorry, we're well, I was going to say, like, yeah, you go ahead. The funny thing is, I, the whole time I was like, I feel like we got plenty of time. And Ken's like, we don't have time for this. And he's freaking out. He's rushing. He's rushing. We get through. And as soon as we get, you know, into like the airport after you check your bags and get scanned and all that, Ken just dips off into his little VIP Delta lounge. CJ, I think, you also went there too. No. I, but yeah, we, I mean, I just. Ken wasn't worried about catching the flight. Yeah, that's he my point. Just, he I just wanted to, to go to the Delta Lounge. He was worried about getting to the Delta Lounge to be have I wanted a, drink, a minimum of two drinks. I wanted a drink and some breakfast. That's all I, I wanted. A little mimosa. Like, right, it but is. it was the fact that you were like yelling at me like we were going to miss the flight just so you could get into the Delta well, I, Club. I just know well, if Ken's you're... also got pre-check or the TSA pre-check, so we're stuck in the back of the line like probably 30 minutes behind Ken anyways, and he's just walking through. People are like pampering him along the way. No, yeah, pre-check's you, nice. You can get pre-check too. You just have to go there and do it. They just I take know. your fingerprints. It just amazes me that you have all these different like little amenities to make your life easier. Actually, it doesn't amaze me at all. It, it makes complete sense well, knowing you. Because then you don't have to take your shoes off. You don't have to take anything out of your bag. It just It's so much easier. Right. No, it's nice. God it was an interesting feeling having so all uh, Ken... CJ, I'm pretty sure Ryan also has it. They all have Sky Club or the Delta card, and I don't have that yet. So you guys would go to the Sky Club, and I would like, well, I don't know what to do. I'm not going to go. I, did, I didn't know what to do. So I'd go to the gate and just sit. And then it was funny. Like I, Then I'd get bored, and they'd start boarding people, and I'd get on the plane. And I'm like, man, this is so weird being before all the you guys. One. And then seeing you get on the plane, and I'm just like, normally this would not be me, but I didn't have anything to do. Yeah, <laughs> Ken's demeanor changed significantly in the Sky Club, though, Mike. I mean... He's in just the chipperest of mood. You know, he's just sitting there with his little fucking mimosa and he's eating a muffin. Yeah. Or okay. a caramel roll. All right. So here's here's uh, what I was going to say about the airport just kind of sucks. So we have uh, these American Express credit cards. Let me just. 
Okay, Ben. It'll add to the... Yeah, yeah, show it to, yeah. you. Show so it to the camera. It's like a uh, number in there. <laughs> so it's like a pretty pretty nice credit card, right? And we and we always gave Ken shit for having one because he's had one for like five years, right? And we're like, what, what do you need this like one pound credit card for, Ken? And he'd always be like, whoa. The perks are incredible, and I can do all these different things. And at the time, they they didn't mean shit because we didn't travel. So I don't think you got to use most of the perks. But, Ken, you've always lived this somewhat bougie lifestyle. And then you find out Mark Mark has it. The the credit card costs $750 a year. So it's like if you don't use all the perks, like literally every single perk, you really don't get your $750 worth. So it doesn't really make sense besides for – the fact that we have started traveling more and, and luckily we can fly for the longest time. We had to drive like from sea to sea and now we have the luxury of flying. Thank you guys for watching the videos because that is incredible. And uh, I think the first time we flew, Ken got to go into his little lounge that he'd been talking about for the past like three years. And we're like, what's going on in there? It's like all you see is just the doors open and it's like pretty it's, bougie. Yeah. It's like. Uh, looks like paradise in there, right? And then they close, and, and we're, Ken comes out. And he's just glowing. <laughs> well, it's like an open bar. You're not going to be excited about an open bar, right? So our friend Mark later tells us. I think after that trip, he was like, "Oh yeah, I have one of these cards too. You guys." Should and you get. signed up on the spot. Well, literally Mark, on the spot. You like okay. Mark's I'll, a smart guy. He's one of those guys where you're like, "Oh, he's not going to waste money." Yeah, yeah. Mark, you do that. It makes sense. Like you do. Most of the things Mark does make sense, and it's not just because he's, no offense, but lazy and loves the <laughs> luxuries, Ken. I was like, okay, well, it's probably worth it then. So all, I think me, Ryan Ryan doesn't have it. Do you? I've got the cheap Delta version. Okay, so the Delta one, but that still there. doesn't get you into the Delta clubs. Which is the weirdest thing. So me and CJ get it, right? So we get access to this this luxury club. I thought I expected it to be like top tier when you go in there. They greet you with like a warm towel. And it is no. pretty nice. I mean, you have you get like free alcohol, free food. You're basically surrounded by a bunch of other people that think it's worth paying seven hundred fifty dollars for a. Uh, it's always like, like old, like older, like fifties plus, like in business suits. And then you yeah, got us just yeah, like wearing no can do gear, just fucking. <laughs> so now hanging out, so, yeah, filming. So every single time we go in there, we just try and capitalize on as much as we can, basically, to get our seven hundred fifty dollars worth. Because I probably. It, well, it, that's not the only perk, you know that, right? Right, but I'm, I can't see myself like using all like the hotel perks and things that you using an Uber use. credit every month. I don't know. So anyway, so anyway, as we're sitting in there, we're like double fisting drinks, and we're like filling up like four different plates. But like the food is pretty bad. I mean, the I guess you get drinks, but you gotta you gotta get quite a few drinks to make up for that that fee every month. But I was sitting there or every year, but I was sitting there and. I was just thinking, man, you got all these people in here paying 700 bucks a year, and this is like the shittiest meal. It's like if you got like, I would compare it to like uh, lunch food and like in high school lunch food. I was like, dude, all these other like high rollers, bougie ass people, you could get a better meal anywhere else in the airport, and they give you this? I was like, "What, what is this? But it's just, you're just like a part of a club. Like, if you can't drink or if you don't drink, I see absolutely no point in that. No point. You go for the booze, <clears throat> not the food. Well, that's, right. But what's the point if you don't drink? Well, then it's just, it's quiet in there. 
<laughs> it, it's nice and quiet compared to like the, it's nice and quiet compared to like the rest of the airport and then uh, kind of I don't know so I'd that hate to be in that noisy airport yeah so that's what I was thinking I was like I don't know if I'm ever gonna sign up for this again so I'm gonna I'm gonna get every dollar's worth for this next year but uh it is cool uh, it is like a kind of like a bougie experience but and, you're paying and now I'm just play. in the you guys literally you're like you should get it and then you're like it's not even worth it I because, go back and forth yeah what do you think, CJ? I mean, I like it. Would you do it again just yeah. for that? I, dude, I've fucking drank those people out of business. Like, honestly, I think I've already got my money back. When I go to the airport, I'm fucking. I every time the airport, the plane's about to land, I'm like, fucking. Like, I literally think I'm gonna have to take the paper bag out every time. I contemplate it. That's probably not good then. Well, well I just make sure I get my money's line. worth. Yeah. Well, it's considering like a, I'm having a great time until we land. Like a normal beer in the airport's like 15 20 bucks. So you get two drinks. Yeah. It's like going to Vegas and and gambling and getting free alcohol and and doing that instead of just walking around the casinos right. paying for drinks. Right. I'd say it's kind of the same equivalent. I'd say it's worth it. It's fun. If you guys kept it though and I <laughs> I was sitting out there You'd with hate it. with imagine Mike gets it and, and you guys just don't tell me in the first trip everyone has it but me then. I'd have such FOMO. Mike, you can handle that stuff way better than I can. Like what? Like FOMO. Like just oh. missing. Yeah. That's okay. different though. Ben, you do know that credit card also pays for your pre check membership, right? That's yeah. You're right. So I should. I so should, anyway, this vi- uh, podcast is sponsored by American Express. <laughs> I'm like, how long are we going to talk about this <laughs> yeah. special card, yeah. boys? Okay. What comes to mind when you picture the perfect roommate? One who comes when you call, one who doesn't forget to lock the doors, maybe one who doesn't steal your milk just a little bit at a time, hoping that you won't notice. At Apartments.com, they understand that when it comes to roommates, a pet can be your best bet. They're easygoing, they eat what you serve them, and they never clog the toilet. And that's why Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. And with instant alerts, you'll know the moment that your perfect pet-friendly place becomes available. Apartments.com has so many features like 3D virtual tours, the ability to save your favorite apartments, and with over a million places to rent, you are absolutely going to find the right place for you. Apartments.com knows that moving can be stressful, but by giving you options, filtered searches, and more, they can help take away some of that stress. When I need a new apartment, I will definitely need a pet-friendly choice. So if you guys need a place that's pet-friendly and human-tolerant, check out Apartments.com, the place to find your pet-friendly place. Thanks, Apartments.com, for sponsoring the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Okay, so we land down in Miami. We we head to the beach. We're like, holy frick, this is going to be insane. I'm just assuming Miami is going to be wild because it's supposedly, you know, this next craziest place along with Vegas. So we land down. We head straight there. Just Puerto Rican women, Latinas everywhere. Like, we were easily the minority. I felt like everyone was looking down on us because we were, like, just some white men. We are like, they're like, disgusting. <laughs> you know? I don't know. But anyways, so we go and, we go and get crab. We're like, okay, we got to get seafood. So we go to this crab shack. Sitting there, we're eating. Um, and it's like a gate. I see, we're watching all the people walk by. And I see this guy come walking by. And there's two, like, adults, like, bigger men. And they got, like, chains on. And then there's three kids following them in a line. And they have these boxes of, like, candy, like, full-size candy bars. And uh, and I'm like, what the frick are they doing? I don't know. I thought it was a little weird. Maybe they were eating it for dinner. I don't fucking know. And they were a little bit rough around the edges. They And all of a sudden, like, I watched them walk by. And then all of a sudden, the kid is at our table. And he's got a full-size. He's got this box. He goes, oh, hi. Like, would you like to donate to our school fundraiser? And I'm, like, looking at this kid. I'm like, there's no fucking way this money's going to your school fundraiser. But... Whatever, that's all right. Yeah, I don't care. We'll we'll support. I go to take some money out. I, all I had was a hundred bucks. I was like, I'm not giving this kid a hundred dollar bill. Mike, of course, though, he had some like he had like five or ten or something. So he buys some candy bars from him. I'm like, yeah, you know, being nice. So do the exchange. Right as the kid's leaving, grabs my fucking phone. Grabs my what? phone. Starts trying to walk off with it. And I go. Whoa, 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 whoa! Snatch that shit out of his hand. I'm like, what? What are you doing? He goes. Oh, uh, I sorry. I thought it was, thought it was my phone. I was like, this bullshit no. totally picked us up. Cause they walked through the whole restaurant, walked past everyone. Cause we were on the end and just came straight to us. And it's because I was sitting on like the walkway part and I had my phone right there. They totally scoped me out, you know? So anyways, I was like, holy frick, that would have sucked if I got my phone jacked. Whatever the kid kind of just darted off and, and, uh, but yeah, they were Tried jacking my phone. The fuck? Did Micah get his $5 back? I'm like, give me that 5 bucks back. No, he just hit it, and we just had the candy bars, but... Damn. So that was our first, like, <clears throat> that hour. Was South Beach, whatever. Yeah, the famous Miami, South Beach, yeah. Miami. Um, but it was... Yeah, so that was that. Dude, I can see how easy it'd be for these these kids to just walk the strip, and even if they weren't selling something to the people... Because, <clears throat> so there's this road and then a bunch of different hotels along the road. So you're basically just eating on the sidewalks of this road that they closed down. So it's just like foot traffic everywhere. It's just people yeah. walking like crazy. And there's so much people watching. You can you can sit at your table and then just watch the street. And uh, there's just it, the the culture there. It, you Dude, you got just so many different people coming dude, to one area hardly any english is spoken yeah hardly any english right but there's just wow. so much going on like we were sitting at uh lunch on the last day and you had this crackhead that was dancing for like three hours straight <laughs> it was honestly impressive that he just kept going we sent mike in there to dance with him of course, course. Mike course. Loves dancing and then we had a while the crackhead was dancing we had a kid that was wheeling down the street that had no front tire 
He just had he on just a dirt bike. Up, no, 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 on a like a bicycle. Just goes he around the block. Over yeah, and dude, over. he was just wheeling back and forth. And then, uh, and then the restaurant next to us, there was like a drag show, like a oh. like a dude dressed as. Like I'm a so woman glad we weren't eating that. at that place. I just sucked. You're eating your expensive ass meal, and some like dude is dressed up as a woman, fucking yeah. bumping on you. I'd have hated that. So yeah. there's there's like so much happening all at once, right? And you're, I mean, all while you're eating, right? So you're not really thinking about like your purse sitting, yeah, at your feet or your phone at the end of. We the learned table. real quickly. <clears throat> keep this shit yeah. in your pocket. Yeah. I mean, if you're a local or if if you I don't have think been there once on before, you, you probably no. yeah. But you don't look like oh, such suckers. You know, yeah, we looked like suckers, honestly. But <laughs> but if if you know what to expect, I guess you kind of you know protect yourself from being the right. the uh, guy that gets his shit stolen, right? But for us, like, dude, we're from Minnesota, Cornwall, Minnesota. We're pretty trusting, uh, trusting oh, wow. young lads, right? Yeah, they, they spotted us out from a mile away, right? So, to preface, we were there because we went to go film with this jet ski razor thing. I don't know if you guys follow us on Instagram, uh, but it's like this contraption. You'll see it in a future video. And we went up to Palm Beach, Palm Beach. Yep. which is where, like, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, like lived. Like, he lived, like, seven minutes from where we were at. Wow. It was, like, the richest part of Florida, I think. One one of them up there with Miami, but it's like the houses, like Jeffrey Epstein, fucking insane houses, dude. Yeah, wow. That's where Trump has his uh, Mar-a-Lago oh, resort, yeah. mm-hmm. and a, so bu- like- a bunch of celebrities have houses up there. And like, dude, when, when once we got to the ocean, it was yachts, dude, the size of our shop. And I was like, dude, these are insane. <laughs> and the guy we were with, those are nothing. I was like, that's that's, that's a big boat, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was wild. It was better than the lake around here, I'm not going to lie. Really? Like, because it was, dude, we went to the sandbar. There wasn't that many people there, but we were just there at the wrong time of the year and probably day. But, like, it's insane. Like, the ocean and, like, we there's no way we'd be able to afford a fucking house it's on the there. water there. But if you <laughs> the, could, the house I don't think it could like be any better. 50, millions upon millions yeah, upon like 50, millions. Where we were, million. yeah, $50 million homes. 20 oh, million. Just yeah. like along the yeah, huge. Along So the way ocean. different than freaking Sarasota where we were. Right, right. Like way different. Yeah, so, such a different, like, bougier area. I think, like, the people that can't afford Miami probably go. No, no, I wouldn't say that. The people that probably want it, like, quieter than Miami go there. So probably, like, the uber rich. And, um, yeah, it was like a wow. really bougie area. But anyway, so we were there up to film. If you've seen it, um, it's called shadow six racing. If you've seen that on TikTok or Instagram, it'd be hard not to, if you're in any of the scene that right. we're on, we've gotten tagged in it so many times and people have sent it to us so many times just being like, yo, you guys should like hit this guy up. But it's basically, uh, two jet skis with a razor built on top of the jet skis. So, the dude is super fast, super fast. Yeah, it was insane. But the the dude that built it basically just like made a TikTok once he finished building it, took a video of it sitting in his garage. And then that was like the first thing that went viral. And the next day it had like 8 million Blew views. Up. But I saw that video the day he posted it and then just DM'd him on Seaboy's Instagram. And I was like, yo, this thing is so cool. Like we're YouTubers from Minnesota. It'd be, it'd be awesome if we could come and film this thing. And we were the first people to reach out to him. So he was like the, you know, saw honored our first, word. honored the word of, uh, cause he responded first and was like, first her, basically. Wow. well, he responded and was like, yeah, everybody that, in the that'd cousin. Be a, oh dude. So to ride with him now. 
<clears throat> yeah, I mean, he he said he had people like Mark Wahlberg and like Post Malone and like what? a bunch of like big dogs like hitting him up trying to buy one. But Post I'm sure Malone, what did yeah. Post Malone want it well, for? Because Post Wait, Malone isn't he like cool lives shit. in Utah and loves doing That's stuff true. like that. Yeah, I mean, they're they're just dudes that have like insane amount of money, and it's kind of like one of those like fuck you toys. So is it like all the Snapchats are from super far away? Is this thing actually like? legit put together or it, is it yeah, more like a couple bolts it like, took it took seven years to build this thing and the guy that built it you would think he's an engineer he, he wasn't an engineer he, he was just like a dude that had a lot of money and wanted this uh contraption basically for for himself he wanted it to be like a one-of-one and he just wanted to have it at the lake because he, he was like <laughs> at the ocean or, sorry uh, on the ocean but he was like I didn't plan for anyone to ever be like, oh, I want you to make me one of those. He just built it just for himself to have and then like posted a TikTok and everyone was like, I want one of those now. Right. Wow. But to answer your question, it was more legit than you'd ever even expect. Yeah. It costed like, like over $250,000 to build. Right. And he's just obviously yeah. got a shitload of think hours into that. it. But it was like unbelievably like well done. Everything looked like you literally bought it from Polaris or bought it from Yamaha. It didn't look like custom fabbed. You want to hear yeah. the craziest so part perfect. too? Two jet skis, wave runner, wave runner, and then he built the razor on top. It's not a razor. He just built a like a buggy and then he just bolted razor panels to it. Yeah. What? Well, like he built yeah, it with so all official. the same yeah. mounting points, which just didn't make any sense. I was like, so right. what'd you do with like the motor? Did you buy a totaled razor? He's like, no, it's not a razor. We built the cage and then put razor stuff on it. What? Like, yeah. That part was I the think crazy that's part. maybe actually the key to success is looking like a razor. Right. Like, yeah, it looks like sure. the guy just bolted it Yeah, if he went and tried to make all his own panels, I think it might look corny. In a yeah, sense. it would look like, oh, yeah, that's custom built. Yeah. Like, which mm-hmm. obviously the entire thing is, but like when you see the freaking razor on top of two yeah. jet skis, was it smooth? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, it still had like full suspension basically on top of these jet skis. So picture a jet ski, and as you're riding a jet ski, like there's basically no suspension. It's obviously it's your legs. just your legs and your arms working, right? So <clears throat> it's this razor then had you know like fully built Fox suspension on top of it. So the razor is doing this on top of the jets so the jet skis will go and the razor will take the uh, waves or bumps or whatever. Yeah, just like a side-by-side. Side and, the, and then there's a seat on the inside. So there, there, it was basically like two seats in one. It was a bench, like, like a bench seat versus seat. bucket seats. <clears throat> okay. And, and then that had a shock underneath the seat too. So then the seat then took some Damn. of the brunt. But the first thing we noticed when we jumped in, or when I hopped in, I was like, where's the seatbelts? It didn't have seatbelts? I mean, have, it, I guess it kind of makes sense. You're right. like a don't boat. Really want you, strapped you, in you don't, don't strap down. yourself into a boat. That's initially what I thought, too. I was like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. You don't want to be strapped to an anchor, basically. And he was like, no, you just don't need them. And I was like, don't need them? He's like, yeah, the, uh, what did he say? Just the, the, the inert, G's, the, the, you know, like the force. The, 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 yeah, the Gravity will just hold you in. And I was like, damn, I wouldn't think that would work. He was like, no, it works really well. I was like, okay, well, that's pretty cool. So anyway, we're just like gawking over this thing. But I want to I wanna go back to the point of like, he. so when he reached or when we reached out to him and we were like the first people to ask 
for permission to film this thing, basically, because before it was just him, like, taking some iPhone videos of it, like, going up and down this pond that he had behind his house, and there's no nobody, basically no other, like, YouTubers or really anyone else had filmed this thing, so I was like, oh, it'd be so cool to be, like, kind of the first people to, to be able to do that. So that's when he was like, I want to honor my word. Like, you guys can be the first. So, yeah, really, really cool for him to do that because he's a super busy guy. Um, For him to just honor us, you know, being like, yo, whenever you give us the okay. So, like, we got the okay on, like, a Tuesday. We flew out Wednesday, filmed it Thursday. Super last minute. But, um, yeah, I mean, we really didn't know, like, what to expect going into it because nobody had filmed anything with it. And, uh we obviously wanted to do a good job because I think this is probably going to be a really good video and and uh, do really well. Man, it was hard. It was so hard to film, dude. So, I saw like, freaking CJ <laughs> on the back of a jet ski. Every, yeah. Everything about it, so dude. We just in. got thrown into so it. So we drop it in the ocean, and this guy tears off. This thing's so fucking fast. It accelerates faster than a Lamborghini. Six hundred horse. Yeah, three hundred in each ski. Just think it's like two <laughs> super fast jet skis. So it just tears off. And we're on these jet skis. Ken's driving. I'm on the back with one hand holding a $5,000 camera set up. The other hand holding onto a little strap. We're in the ocean. The ocean is freaking rough, dude. Like, and it's so weird because you'd be on the jet ski and like you'd be like kind of on like a roller wave. So you'd be up here and then the other person would be like down here. It's so strange at times. What? Um, yeah. And we're flying. This guy, I'm, maybe he just the, he probably hasn't done much filming before. So he didn't quite understand like. Try to stay around the camera. Yeah. Just fucking tears off. <laughs> Ken's trying to catch him. I'm fucking boom, boom, boom. Hold on his camera. If it drops, it's done. Yeah. That's all I'm thinking. Like, I mean, five grand down the toilet. And you don't have a camera to film And the all video. the footage. And all footage. of it. Yeah. It was honestly very nerve wracking and pretty scary. Um, ended up not dropping the camera, thank- thankfully. But yeah, so we go and we mob it and whatever. And basically, that was kind of it. Well, you guys will just have to watch the video. Is there anything else you want to say on it? But, it, I mean, that thing was genuinely, compared to the jet skis we were on, we were on this, the base, like, sea dews. It was probably three times as fast as our jet skis. Yeah, like, I'm wicked, and then I was like, how fast were you going? He's like, I don't know, like, third throttle? I'm just wicked, just trying to catch up to him. But it yeah. was super fast. That's what I think it liked to do the most. It was so funny, though, because he it kept saying it didn't need a seatbelt. <laughs> and he hits this wave. <laughs> Weren't you guys jumping it? <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, like folded up into yeah. like the room. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> like he was launched. wearing a helmet, and I was like, "What are you wearing a helmet for, man?" Like, I don't have a helmet on. I don't have a seatbelt on. And this dude, what's he know that you don't? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, "Do you need a helmet? Look, what are you worried about?" And he was like, "No, no, no, no I don't need a helmet." But uh, the internet just thinks I'm reckless for not wearing one or something like that. And I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, about 15 minutes later, just takes the. The roof of the razor just straight to the dome going over these. It was like his back, bro. He folded up into that thing. I zoomed in on the thing yeah. on my phone. He was, was very, funny. he's not like very, he wasn't on social media before this whole endeavor. And like a lot of, for some reason, if you guys look at the comments on his, like, they're very like naysayer, yeah, haterish. Are oh, are they? Yeah, yeah. Like I would say more than almost like 50%. What? When I saw it, I was just stoked. I'm like, this thing's badass. Looks fast. He's doing a really good job making it look professional. People are just like, that's not going to work. Like, I'm like, come on, give him a little bit of a break here. If you Are you going to build so. one yourself? It works amazing. But, uh, yeah, he took a lot of those comments to heart, and we were like, bro, you mm-hmm. don't even worry about him. You built a badass machine. Don't even sweat those. Yeah. But, yeah, people telling him to wear a helmet. People tell him this isn't going to work or to do this. Yeah. But uh, one thing it needs is seatbelts. 
Mm-hmm. Once I got in there, yeah, like, oh, it doesn't need seatbelts. We hit the jump. Oh no! So and I don't, ha- I don't have like the water shoes on either, so I'm like jamming my feet up against <laughs> it, and then like we smack, and my hand starts bleeding, and and like I didn't tell him to slow down because I we wanted to set a dude. I yeah. don't know. I'm just like, I need something. I'm like a grab bar, maybe. He's like, yeah. We're still in the works. I'm like, just a grab bar would be great. That's true. And it is still kind of like a prototype, like first yeah. one ever yeah. made. So, <clears throat> yeah, so nobody we, had probably ridden passenger with him. Not going that hard. Uh, going that hard or said. jumping it. And, and so we were like kind of the test dummies, which is it's the cost of being like the first ones to do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe seatbelts or, or harnesses or at least grab handles. Yeah. 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 Is but, he going to like sell these things? I don't think well, so. Well, that was the other thing. Is he was like, dude, the people that want to buy these can obviously afford it because they want to buy them to put on the front of their yachts. On top of their yachts. Whatever, on top of know. their yachts to basically just have like a one of 20 or a one of 10 thing in the world. Like not very often can you even do that anymore. And uh, he was like, yeah, I could probably charge like 250000 for them. So he was like literally what? like Lamborghinis on the water. Yeah. Well, you'd have to do that. Shit is not yeah. cheap to build. Yeah. And we're like, right. dude, you could probably charge more than that for the the people, the clientele that would buy something like that. Like, I don't give a fuck. Two hundred fifty yeah. k yeah. drop in the bucket. Can you imagine having a boat big enough that you can put a side by side on the it? Boats, yeah. The boat. You should have seen it, right? I mean, there were fucking yachts. Yeah, they were insane. Huge. And yeah, so he, jet ski next to him, just like weaving. He wasn't gonna build them for people, and then when you get guys like that that are like, "What do you want me to pay?" I just want one. Yeah. It's hard to say no. So, obviously, a, a bunch of people are going to hate on anywhere near that price. It's not for those people, you know? No. It's, and it's, it's, it's not. I would say it's honestly worth it. Like, it's it's cool. Dude, it's literally a one-of-one machine, you right. know? And it took the guy seven years to make. Like, how do you put a price on that? And that's not how long it would take to make another to one. To make another one, yeah. He but, does everything's built out of titanium because it, it doesn't rust. Oh, I, I didn't really know that, I guess. But yeah, he's like, you could literally drop a piece of titanium in the ocean and it doesn't, nothing happens to it. Oh, like, yeah, that makes sense. Again, if you're paying that much and spending that much time building mm-hmm. it, it, makes sense to just put all the best parts on it. Yeah, yeah it was, it was awesome, sick, though. So we get done filming that. We're in Palm Beach. We go out and like we're basically just getting drinks and dinner or whatever. It's like a bunch of old, rich people. We like go out and, and get drinks and stuff, and we all like went pretty hard, and uh, end up like co- coming back, and we we wake up the next morning. Keep in mind, we have three more days of staying here in <coughs> Miami or Palm Beach, or whatever. We're gonna go back to Miami now the next day or that day, and we're just like, uh, like yeah, Friday. You guys came home Friday night. Yeah, basically. So it was like a two day little thing. So we head to Miami now. Just to go mess around because that's where we're flying out of. And we start filming the people, you know, like hanging out, just walking around, checking it out. <coughs> oh, my gosh. This is when our second occurrence of possibly getting robbed happened. What? This yeah. one was actually Jeez. This one was sketchy. way sketchier. Yeah. <clears throat> so we go to the beach and we meet this guy and he, uh, he sees we're holding the camera. And keep in mind, this beach is fucking weird, dude. It's like a public-ass beach. And there's like... Girls walking around with no top on. It was fucking weird. I don't know how that was. I figured the cops were going to come or something. No one even bat an eye. It was the weirdest thing. I'm not going to lie. Damn. So anyways, we, this guy's come up to us. They're like selling weed and like, uh, like selling drinks and stuff. 
which is probably illegal. <laughs> They're hustling. Out of a cooler? They're hustling. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Probably illegal. One chick Definitely walking illegal. around with basically a cooler selling, like, bags of alcohol. And then the other dude next to him selling weed or joints. They were they were nice guys though. I like their energy. And they come okay. up and they're like, "Yo, you you YouTubers," and they're talking to us and all that. And like, he's like, "I'm gonna make you go viral." I don't think they understood like to what degree we were. Like, oh, they uh, obviously didn't. we're not we're not big, but like I don't think they realized just that we were you know had a million subscribers or anything like that. Uh, they maybe just thought we were just a couple kids walking around filming with a camera, which I mean technically we are, but. Uh, Anyways, he goes, I'm going to make you go viral. I'm going to make you go viral. This one guy, he's like got this Jamaican accent. He's like, the best energy. Wants, yeah, honestly. yeah, I loved his Very energy. Very easy to film with. Yeah, okay. great. And he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna want me to climb a palm tree and, and get you some coconuts. And I was like, yeah, sure. sure. So we go up and find this palm tree, which is like right next to kind of like the road slash like where a lot of people are walking by. It's on the strip, basically. Yeah, yeah. This dude climbs this palm tree. It had to have been, what, 40, 50 feet high? In like 10 dude, seconds. Easily he scaled it two so stories fucking high. fast. Two stories high? and it, it, it was higher than that, bro. It had to have been fucking three. He climbed it like there was like a ladder, like a straight up ladder built yeah. onto this tree when it was just like, it was like kind of curved and he, he was like just barefoot. And what yeah, the f- literally. So he just climbs, like up, climbs this up this thing, tree. scales it so fast, and it starts with just us sitting there watching him <clears throat> pretty soon. Everybody a crowd else. and the crowd keeps building. This guy starts kicking down coconuts. He gets up there. He gets up there. And yep. He just it's like creates it's residency up there, bro. He's like just he's sitting yelling, there. I'm like, the king of the world. I'm the king of the world. He's hitting his chest. <laughs> I'm Jamaican Tarzan, man. Yeah. He's like just sitting what? in this palm tree, like yep. comfortable. As so he's me and you sitting kicking here. these heavy ass coconuts down, and they're breaking when they hit the ground. So he's like, "You need to catch him. You need to catch him." Ben tries catching him. We all know Ben It's like a bowling ball. Yeah, so yeah. now it's try catching a heavy ass. It was heavier than a bowling ball. That shit was heavy. Yeah, I so know. coming from they two drop, stories up. And so anyways, I end up getting in the place to catch him. And all these people are gathered around watching. And his buddy's over there like fucking filming. Like, <laughs> yeah, my boy. How is it, how is it up there? Like all this. And then, and then pretty soon they catch wind. The cops are coming. Oh, shit. So I like yelp. I'm like, yo, yo, we got to like, you got to get down. I don't want this guy to get in trouble. Yeah. The cops are coming. So he, he like kicks a couple more down, grabs onto the fucking palm tree, like leaves that hang down, starts swinging around the, the thing. Oh, like, like he's oh, kicking oh, off from the tree up. and he's holding just the branches, the leaves are holding him and he's just swinging around. He's like turning and he's like, I don't remember what he's yelling because I was in shock. Um, <laughs> I'm the Jamaican Tarzan man. Everyone is like, like Superman. People are like behind like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. Oh, he's gonna fall! Yeah, I'm like, dude, just get down! And you guys are holding their filming. So he do gets it. down. Fucking all these people start trying to like take the coconuts, and this guy's whole vibe changes like this. He like goes into like, I don't even know, just hustler. I don't even know. It was like it was the biggest change I've ever seen. He goes, grab, grab the coconuts, grab the coconuts. So I grab the coconuts, you know, and he's like, uh, if you go get a knife, I can cut it up for you or whatever. So I'm thinking. So now this is where my wheels start turning. I'm like, okay, we got all these coconuts. And he, like, grabs all the coconuts. I don't know if we weren't supposed to have them, but he dips. He's like, like he's like, come, like, wants us to follow. This guy's just shooting across traffic. He's darting across traffic. <laughs> well, well, Stopping we, traffic. Well, we go, dude, let's go to a store yeah. and get a, get a knife, a machete. Yep. And well, then let's, even eat. and then let's go and sell these right. coconuts. Exactly. That was my whole my whole idea was <laughs> starting okay, up a little business. With I go this guy. if you bring me to the store, I'll buy you a knife and we can cut them up and sell them on the beach. And he was like down, but he goes 
Anyways, he, he must not have thought us buying a knife was a good idea. He wanted to get his own knife. Okay. So he starts darting across traffic. We're chasing him. And it's all of us. We're holding these fucking heavy-ass coconuts. They're dropping shit and picking them up. And uh, we start getting pretty far off the strip. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. All right, guys. Brief break in the podcast today from a word from today's sponsor, Honey. We all shop online, and we've seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is a free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. How it works? Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site, and if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Honey was able to save me more than $50 off my new pair of noise-canceling headphones. Honey has found its 17 million members more than $2 billion in savings. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a favor and supporting the podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash cboys. That's joinhoney.com slash cboys. If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2022, why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for wireless service? Switching to Mint Mobile is the easiest way to save this year. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you maximize your savings with plans starting at just 15 bucks a month. I switched my phone plan to Mint Mobile a few months ago, and I'm saving 45 bucks a month. For people looking for extra savings this year, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. By going online only and eliminating the traditional cost of retail, Mint Mobile passes significant savings on to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. With Mint Mobile, choose the amount of monthly data that's right for you and stop paying for data that you'll never use. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash wide open. That's mintmobile.com slash wide open. Cut your wireless bill to just 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash wide open. Back to the pod. You know, like we're not in the tourist area now. First and, problem. And I keep looking at Ben with the camera and he's like, how much farther are we going to go? And like we both like kind of had our like our, you know, Guard knew something was was yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. little off here. 
So we're still following. Like, if he tries going to like an apartment or an alley, we'll just we'll just like kind of dip and say like, "Hey, man." But he tears. He turns off into this like smoke shop, vape like vape shop or whatever. So, oh great, like we're going into a business. Good, you know. So uh, we turn in, and keep in mind we're like rushing because it started raining at that time too. Right. And we turn in, and we're carrying these coconuts, and there's two like big black dudes at the door. And we turn in. I didn't think anything dude, of it. I thought they like were just four, waiting. Four, dude. Well, then we walk in. There's like a four more in there, four, like the very dude. large dudes. And one of them was the dude who was leading the pack <gasps> for the cell phone. No, the, the cell phone thieves. Dead ass, dude. I look at him. I go in my head. I'm like, fuck, dude. And the first thing he says, he just sees the camera and goes, that's a nice-ass camera. I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm, stand, I'm the one standing holding there the camera. holding the camera. And I'm like, here, I hear him go, that's a nice-ass camera. He's just looking at the and, camera. And I'm, I'm like standing there. And I was thinking about just being like, it's not real. Like saying, like, like, it's, it's fake. It's not worth anything. It's a Something PS4. Like that. Yeah. Keep in mind this Jamaican guy that we had the coconuts with. Now he's like on the, the ground over in the corner, like brushing the sand off. Like it was very strange. It, it kind of reminded me of like a crack addict. But uh, so he's like doing that. He, he probably wasn't. I hope he wasn't. But he's brushing off the sand. We're he's not protecting us at all, or like you know, like they're with me, you know, yeah. making sure we're good. These guys are just looking at us, and they're kind of like. You know, and I remember I look and there's this girl there and she just like, like kind of like smiled and like, like, but it was like a face like, oh, I feel bad for them and like looked away because I think she knew like they were going to probably, it felt like we were going to get robbed. They were going to like slug us, take the camera or just take the camera, Um, which honestly at that point we had so much good footage. I would have just been like, just give me the memory Memory card. card. I just need the memory card. But uh, we're in there for probably 30 seconds, maybe a minute. And as soon as Ben and I... Saw the first chance to dip. We both just look at each other and without saying anything, we're out the fucking door. Keep in mind, it's just it was me, Ben, and Micah in there. Well, hold up. He well, said I was it, like without we, saying anything, left my ass. Well, okay, but well, Mike, you gotta be more yeah, intuitive. Yeah, you gotta be buddy. Ready for we're about to get robbed. No, but Mike, Mike, it was interesting. Go. I have to hold Obviously, your hand out of there. <laughs> I was like picking up on that, but like I no, I legit. Were you? Were you sketched out, Mike? I, when he said the camera shit is oh, okay, because you heard, you heard that, and then? so I knew that you guys went outside. I literally went to go put the coconuts in the fridge because that's where the I was it's so confused. Put the coconuts <laughs> in the fridge because that's where there was more them. coconuts in there yeah. too. We were like, oh, this guy's hoarding oh, coconuts. But uh, <laughs> next thing I knew, you guys were gone, and well, so then I just because called, he said it again, right. He goes, yeah, and then he dude, doubled down. He, he might have even tripled shit. down. He goes, seriously, that's a nice ass. He had like camera. gold bottom teeth. Not like, that oh, that means anything, fuck. but it, it was. It, so we dip out of there. Ben and I like we're like we got to get the fuck out of here. So we start going down the strip. Um, the whole thing, besides for just that guy though, the whole vibes like there was, was like so two. There's like two big guys yeah, standing the at door. the door, like guarding. I didn't think the we were door. gonna like make it out. Honestly, I it thought was, they're gonna stop us. It was but a weird. It was a weird vibe. Like it we wasn't just slipped just that out, one, dude. dude. We slipped yeah. out so quick and quietly. That's why it worked. Like if we would have been like Mike, time to go. Like as if any other time we try to leave, dude. I can totally see Mike there. chopping it up with them, going, "Yeah, look, just got the new iPhone." Well, for the record, for the record, I was chopping it up with them, and that's. Why I was no, okay. You want to know something though? I don't think they thought you were with us because you were oh, like yeah. he was dressed kind of like he he fit in. He was wearing like a Chicago Bulls jersey. He was 
smoking with him and oh. and fucking like he was chilling, dude. He didn't look like Ben and I. Like and he didn't it was almost like you didn't walk in with us. You were either a I little was, bit I was ahead of and he didn't give also off, he didn't give off sketched out vibes. Yeah, like and me, he didn't and have, CJ, me and CJ were probably just sitting you didn't there just have like a camera out. or a backpack on. I'm sure they just looked at you like, oh, we're not gonna you almost yeah. looked like a local. And you I was still in. like very confused, but like I knew where we were going. I just didn't know it was quite as far away as I thought. He was like, Hey, we're going to my buddy's smoke shop. But then when we roll in there, the like the only white guy in the whole vicinity was the smoke shop owner. Which that and, doesn't matter if you're Well, I'm not. Guy. No, yeah. but it was just funny because he looks at me. He's like, what, what are you guys doing? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, putting the coconuts in the fridge. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. That if you want to take these. Yeah, I was like, confused. if you want to take these coconuts out of the fridge after we leave, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Just gets and his then, fridge stuffed with coconuts. But by I stuff. Sandy ass coconuts. <laughs> yeah. Right. They were all sandy. I do have to preface this. When homie was in the tree, we didn't know his name, right? So he's up in the tree getting the coconuts, kind of a little flashback. We were like, shoot, we don't even know this guy's name. We, you know, we, oh, what's your name? And I dead ass think he just came up with a name on the spot. What like, did I don't, he say? I don't think he pulled did it he out of his Mises? ass. No, he was like, ah, they call me Maestro. Oh, Maestro. Maestro. Yeah, that's <laughs> a great like, name yeah. for him. And so Maestro. that was his name, Maestro. But it was like, even when I was in the shop, I was like, do you know Maestro? And he was like, ah, uh, yeah. It was weird though, because so we dip out of there and uh, Mike's in there and we're like, fuck Mike. So I'm trying to call Mike. Tell him, like, dude, like, dip, dip, you know? In the meantime, Ken, of course, nowhere to be found. He followed back. He didn't fucking follow us. The biggest motherfucker with us doesn't yeah. get have our back. No. Nope. He just, we we end up finding him fucking kind of just browsing the, the Yeah, once you guys area. started rotting, yeah. Ted was like, he ah, was out. That. He was out. And then. Uh, so I saw, you know, you get a block or two off the strip, and I saw, like, the whole, you know, the scenery, the landscape change from, like, this is a tourist area to this is like a sketchy neighborhood area. And I was like, ooh. Well, we had our guards up too, yeah. but and we weren't going to go much further when you we went in the small shop. I felt good. Also, but. you guys buzzed through like a green light full of traffic. Yeah, we were chasing after him. We were trying time, to get that fucking content. The, you know, I was like eight feet behind you, and by the time I get to traffic, it's just solid cars. Like, right. oh, CJ, okay. can you imagine we walked back and we're like, what's going on here? Yeah, some idiot walked out and oh. got hit by a Toyota Camry, <laughs> Ken. <laughs> He's on the ground like, oh. <laughs> Ken never even made it to the... No, no, no. but we see him no, and he, we're he in a panic. Didn't make it. Ken was like a block no, and a half away. And literally by the time the light turned like red so I could actually cross the street, you guys are just bolting down trying yeah, to run away and, from and these guys. And Ken thought we were pulling a prank on him. He's like, what, what? And we're like, because like we were honestly kind of nervous. And like he thought we were maybe pranking him. But he's also like well aware possibly of what could have happened. Um, so I wasn't sure if they were going to start chasing after us. Yeah, so that's that, why you were like, Cusco, dude, we gotta go. at that point, I was like, I was probably running. And Ken is like, what's going on? And we're like, run, Ken. And he's the like, part oh, I thought shit. was extra. Another part I thought was suspicious was his buddy was like, Pretty overweight. I mean, he was a big boy. Um, His nickname was Biggs. <laughs> yeah, he was he was very overweight. Biggs. He did not run either, and he was walking towards the smoke shop as we Ben and I bolted, and it was like we were meeting him on the sidewalk, and like we had just spent the last while with him, so obviously he knows recognize us, but he like did like one of these like like turn and look the other way, like almost as if he maybe thought like oh fuck they might have already gotten like. Robbed or I didn't something. even think about that. Yeah, but he like acted like yeah. he didn't fucking know us. Like looked the other way and shit. Thought that was a little weird. Mm. Um, but anyways, we dip out. We get back to like the main area and we hide out in this like little beach bar thing. We're calling around. We finally get Mike. Mike dips out of there. And yeah, uh, I just they were all like, "Yo, your friends left you." 
What's yeah. up with that? And I was like, I, I don't, I don't even know what I told them. I'm just like, yeah, I just figured I'd chill with you guys. <laughs> and cause I'm like, cause it's raining so hard. And it was, it was like classic Florida, just pouring. And then no, my, it was Maestro that asked you. Well, yeah. And one other guy did too. And Maestro is just like, so should we go find them then? Like you got their location, right? And then I was like, yeah, I got it. Mike's I like, yeah, should I share it with you? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he like, get split. went back inside. I'm like, yep. And I was just gone. Yeah. Never to be seen like, again. We went pretty far into this bar just to make sure, like, if if they do find us. Right. You guys were hidden. I don't they, think they I, were, like, I, I honestly, searching I after us after yeah, that point. I wasn't worried about it then. I, yeah. I knew they weren't going to do anything then. But, yeah, a lot of people when we were walking around with the camera, like, locals be like, that's a pretty nice camera to be walking around here. Like shit like that, but we're just running around being goofballs. Right. Um, yeah, in hindsight. Fuck. On the beach, like when you have a nice camera with a big mic on it, people kind of gravitate towards it. Yeah, that's when, why I knew it would be good if right. we took it out. Because I knew characters like that were going to just, they were going to congregate to us. Because people that, like, I don't know, I just knew they would want to be on camera or interact with you or they'd be curious. And it literally took like a minute. Like, I mean, we already met these characters. We literally made it from the beach. Or, yeah, from like the, the mangroves. To like the water, and we yeah. found those guys. Yeah, it yeah. took no time at all. Um, so yeah, I mean, and I don't want to like presume they were gonna rob us, but I think they were gonna rob us. If the guy who was trying to hang like steal your cell phone the previous day, yeah. what they would, and it's like, and it's like you can obviously be like, oh, maybe it was an accident, and he, and he did think my phone was was his. Doubt it, doubt it. It didn't seem that way. And I'm pretty good at reading people. And then when we were in there, it happens to be the fucking dude that was leading all the kids, and he's saying that's a nice ass camera, fucking dude. It was staring at it, dude. Like, he salivating, was, and like, like the one lady like shook her. Like I just, I could tell. But maybe Maestro would have stood up for us, and we would have been okay. I don't. I, don't I, I feel know. like all those people are all like intertwined. Together. I don't think Maestro was trying yeah, to like no, set us up that, though. That I think wasn't, I didn't he, get that, that wasn't vibe. his plan. It was just, we just happened to follow him into his spot, which maybe he somewhat works with those people or just is around them. And he probably wouldn't, I don't know if he would have had our backs when they tried jack, jacking the camera. He was pretty, pretty interested in his coconuts. <laughs> he was just fucking sanding them off on the floor. <laughs> the poor smoke shop owner just got sand all over the floor dude. now. But we, we were just more so out of our element, like yeah. surrounded by a bunch of people we didn't know. We didn't know their intentions is yeah, really the biggest thing. It didn't seem, and who knows, maybe they would have been like, oh, these guys are cool. Let's not rob them. But also, maybe they would. Well, they kicked it off with Mike after we left. Yeah, right. Well, because they, they found out how many Instagram followers I had. And then <laughs> I let a couple, like, yeah, I'll follow you, bro. Because, you know, I can always go on and follow friends. them. And then one guy, uh, Biggs, is like, you got to follow my boy. And he grabs my phone and follows, like, three accounts. Like, All right. <laughs> well, come on, man. What are you doing? I'm yeah. surprised you gave him your phone. <laughs> I just yeah, figured, man. so I guess more of the I, stories. No. When they found I, out you had clout. Well, or not, I know. You then, know, that you... No, but moral of the story is one of these days it will bite me in the butt. Like, I'll say that before you guys. You got, you guys would agree. Like, one of the, these days I think it's going to bite me in the butt. But it's like, I think I was noticing that the guy was eyeing up the camera. But I guess in my head, I'm like, but what are they really going to do? Step up on us and say, yo, hand me the camera? Absolutely could happen. I think they are were they just going to slug that, us or just yeah, be like, it's like give really? me the would they, camera. And so then after yeah, talking. What are you going to do? And keep in mind. Most of he was eyeing up the camera in the smoke shop, but the smoke shop owner was so chill. I'm like, they really gonna do this like in public? Keep in mind, kind of ghetto area, but in public in front of this dude where there's definitely cameras in the shop. 
Are they going to do this? I don't know. I don't but know. hindsight, good thing you guys did. It kind of like that guy was, I mean, it was like two days later, and he was still wearing the same shirt. I guess it would have been a day later. But So my mom called me. She was in the car with my grandpa, and, you know, it's all over the phone. And so uh, she's talking. She goes, did you almost get robbed in Florida? Grandpa said you got robbed in Florida. And <laughs> I, like, kind of snapped. And I was like, what? No, they didn't get robbed in Florida, like, whatever. Then she I go, damn near. With, or then, no. Then I go on Instagram, and I see the caption is, almost got robbed in Florida. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's probably what they mean. And then now my grandma's going to listen to this podcast and go, they did almost get yeah, robbed. Because no. I was like, oh, no, they did not get robbed. What the? No. It was kind of yeah. like sassy backs, and I feel like a real idiot. I didn't realize it was – no wonder you guys wanted to leave. I mean, it was just – we really had not much <laughs> left to – if we weren't going to film something good there, and it, I felt like we had – we damn near got robbed, filmed it all on camera, fucking we're catching coconuts, we filmed the whole jet ski thing. At that point, we were just going to hang around, drink, and Chill. blow money, which is literally we were already blowing. <clears throat> like, it was like 300 bucks so for drinks every time we went. Like, and we were going to all these stops. <clears throat> not was that coming out of Ken's paycheck or everybody? <laughs> Ken did no Ken did paper. No, you still have to Venmo God damn, no. I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> no, we were, we were, I mean, I was just like, it just seems like we don't yeah. have a whole lot more to gain here. As much as I love having a good time, if we had the whole crew with, then we probably would have, like, it would have been a blast. Yeah. But I just felt like we, we did our job. It was a business trip. And we didn't have a lot of fun too at the same time. So, yeah, I we gotta say, being at home watching, like I was like salivating. I was like Micah post more stories. I think I messaged at least for sure Micah and was like send me more videos of this thing. And then nobody did, and I was like, damn, I feel like I'm so on the outside right now. God like, damn just- it! Wait, Ken, what the fuck? You want a hundred dollars for Miami drinks? It was four hundred and twenty-five dollars for that. Well, yeah, for what? Jeebus. For what? It went from three thirty to four. Yeah, what are you talking about? I know. I want to see some receipts. Also, Ken. Actually, I do have the receipt. This dude over here. So, we spent five hundred bucks sitting there for an hour. Four twenty-five. Three hundred fifty-four plus. I had to add a tip under that. Okay, so that's why I was like, "Did you have to add a tip?" Okay, so another thing that they do in Miami is they. Price. I got hat again. You got what? I got hat again. Yeah, yeah that's why, why can you Ken, take fucking again? I'm not doing it. I'm not paying that. I'm that's not paying on you, that. Dude. That was on you. What Ken? just happened? Okay, so they the like, first night we go out you. to din- the first night we go out to dinner, so we we put it all on one tab. Or they actually you they don't even to. give you the option. They put it all on one tab. And then when uh the bill comes, right, you do a normal bill, or I guess maybe this is just a Minnesota thing, but you tip. They don't add the tip to it, but they added the tip to this like three like sneaky add twenty percent. Oh, yeah. So right on it. Yeah. So right it was, on it. It was a it three, says on the bottom. So it was a three hundred dollar meal. Right? And then uh twenty percent of three hundred, so sixty dollars. So they add uh, uh so it was a three hundred sixty dollar meal then. So then Ken tips twenty dollars on or twenty six percent on three sixty. So they they got like a hundred and fifty dollar tip. Right. And you're almost like thinking service you, wasn't even fucking good. Yeah. You're tipping on your tip in a yeah. sense. Yeah. You're like adding that. So and he just did that again. That's why you have a four hundred twenty five dollar bill. I am surprised. <laughs> the look of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you just assume they don't fucking add another twenty percent. Well, we knew Wait, that though. Can you wouldn't just look? Quite the opposite, because we learned after the first night. We learned Ken after knows, the first. Ken, Ken knows this one's on him. Look, Ken's look, out here paying for some. Somebody's look butt lift, thing. dude. This yeah. In there with all the different taxes. Wait. I mean, oh the, man, the, they really do. The large service charge twenty. Yeah. 
$54? Yep. Well, it's because you guys got four shots of Casamigos. Right, but... It Can went, you also earn those? I didn't want that. Hey, we didn't know they were going to cost $29 a those piece. Those good. That, those were yeah, terrible. Yeah, they, they didn't even chill like a, them. That's why I think Miami's the worst fucking right. city you can make. I agree. I've never heard you say that before. I, I had know you time. felt that strong about No, it, I just think it's overrated for I, I, a can. couple reasons, but, like, it's just so expensive. Yeah. yeah. So that's like, why we ended up heading back early, because if we would have done <laughs> that for two more days, we probably would have lost the camera. Bankruptcy. Lost all the footy, uh, fucking had to declare bankruptcy, and then probably would have just joined Maestro and fucking selling coconuts, coconuts on the beach. Yeah. Well, so the reason that I had to stay home was I, or I got to stay home, had to stay home, was I won Vikings tickets. So I went to the best team in the league. The Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. They're the best, best head coach and quarterback and everybody. But anyway, going to that game, had plans with my girlfriends, and you guys were like, oh, girlfriends. Girlfriend, and uh, so you guys were gonna come yeah, back two Sunday. Two sets of seats. He was going yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just kidding. Just kidding. Did you just out yourself? Yeah, geez. So anyway, I, you know, had to be back for that. And so then you guys go, and you were gonna come back Sunday night. So I'm like, well, I guess I won't make it. And then you come back Friday. <laughs> yeah, so you could have gone. So not only did I not get to go to Miami, and then you come home and you're like, Saturday morning, let's film a podcast. I'm like, I only wanted Saturday <laughs> and Sunday off. I was like, this is what I've been waiting for all week. But to be fair, I thought you were leaving Saturday night. Yeah, no, no, that's okay. But yeah, anyway, so that was the reason that I wasn't there. So Ryan's dad is like part owner at the at this restaurant in Cormorant. And... Uh, they ended up doing like this giveaway for Vikings tickets. And, you know, it's a very small crowd of locals that go there. And everybody wanted these Vikings tickets because they were really good seats. There was four tickets they were giving away. They've been so hyping every, it up for a while, for a while. too. Yeah. And uh, the deal with it was like you every time you ate, you got a... Every, every time, time you, you ate during a Vikings game. So it was yep. a really small yeah. pot. You would get a ticket right. and then you would write your name on it and it would go into the bucket. And then they were drawing it this day. At this time, so it was packed and relatively packed in there. There was quite a bit of people in there, and everyone was waiting for the big Viking ticket announcement. Meanwhile, the that whole day prior, I was cracking jokes at Ryan because I was like, "Watch, watch you end up winning this, Ryan! <laughs> like how how fucking mad everyone would be because like it would just look like it was rigged, which it's not. It would just look that way. Anyways, Ryan goes, "Yeah, yeah, I, I was worried about that, so." I just would write my girlfriend's name on all my tickets because, like, if I win, that would that would not go over well. Fully thinking I'm not going to yeah. win. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of assume normally, I guess. Anything. So we we go and we eat, and comes a big drawing time, and Ryan's sitting there just, like, <laughs> chilling. And his girlfriend ends up getting drawn. <laughs> and the worst part was it was my ticket. Yeah, I had wrote you wrote the name. <laughs> it was in my handwriting. Dude, but everyone was looking at you like, I thought Ryan was going to get beat up. I was like, dude, you can't sit with me anymore. You're making me look bad. (laughs) Like, I don't want to be anything anywhere near you. And Alondra was just so happy because she loves going to Vikings. She she was so so happy. happy. And you were just like, it was like a a whirlwind of emotions for you because you're like, fuck. I was like, it's pretty awkward, but I don't want to look not happy because that makes me look like an asshole. Even worse. But I don't want to stand up on the table and celebrate because that makes me look like an asshole. And then Alondra's, like, super excited. So I'm like, all right, she's she's technically the one who won. We can just play it off. No one will even notice yeah. that she's my they girlfriend. They caught on. They then caught she's, on. like, grabbing on. She's like, it's going to be so fun. <laughs> and I could just feel the whole restaurant looking at me. People dude. were, like, whispering. They're like, 
<laughs> and like oh, that's man. that's Iwerk's son. <laughs> like seems a little fishy. Yeah. But it wasn't rigged. But yeah, so that I thought that was pretty freaking funny. It was. Anyways. So that's why I didn't get to go to Miami. Yeah. Well I mean, at least you didn't get sick. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> really just down bad. <laughs> Yo I, I didn't get robbed though. So that's good. Yeah, that could have or you could have gotten sucker punch. Who wouldn't? Who knows what could have happened if Ryan was it there? Been it could have just no. I mean, you know, just one more thing yeah, added one to the thing. mix. It's, I would have been in there. Yeah, I probably freaked out. You know, <laughs> all the guy little bitch goes psycho. <laughs> Ryan would end up beating all them up when we were at this bar in uh, Palm Beach before we went back to Miami. CJ bumped into this guy. That had like, like the, a, the only pretty, other young person. In yeah, the yeah, had like a pretty thick accent, and I think he was like, "Oh, sorry, mate," or something. And I go, mm-hmm. oh, "Are you from Australia?" And he goes, "No, uh, Canadian." And I was like, "Oh, cool." I was like, "What are you doing here?" And start chopping it up with this guy, and and uh, super nice dude. And so he was like, "Oh, what are you doing?" I was like, "Oh, we're YouTubers," and he was like asking a bunch of questions about that. And I was like, "Yeah, how about you?" And he was like, "Oh, I work for Airbnb." I was like, oh, cool, doing what? Or how do you work remote? Or how's that work? He's like, yeah, I work in like the luxury homes department of Airbnb. I was like, oh, wow, that's got to be so cool, man. Like, how did how'd you end up in that position? Because he said he was like a like a executive, like, like uh, overlooked everyone in the department. I was like, oh, how'd you end up in that position? And he was like, um, I started a company when I was 16, and I ended up selling it to Airbnb, like, four years ago. So in 20 or five years ago in 2017. And I was like, Oh wow. I was like, that's crazy. I was like, how did that happen? And he kind of gives me the backstory and everything and said they had like 3000 or 4,000 like luxury home rentals all over the world, basically. Like Airbnb before it was Airbnb. Airbnb before it was Airbnb. Yeah. Airbnb basically just came in, bought that bought the entire company out and then just rebranded it as like Airbnb luxury rentals or something like that. And I was like talking to him for a while at this point. We were buddies. And I was like, dude, I got to ask, like, what did you, what did you guys sell for? And he was like, oh man, just, uh, I, I can't say. And I was, I was (laughs) like, I was like, understandable, understandable. And he was like, just look it up. And he was like, "You, you just look it up after, after you leave. Look it up. Dude sold his company for $300 million <laughs> to Airbnb. I'm like, holy he's shit. He's like a young guy. Yeah, yeah he was Dang. a young guy. He looked like he was 25, but he said he, he was like 35 or something yeah. like that. He like doesn't him. even give him the respect, just bumps into him at the bumps bar. Bumps into him. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how much money you got. I still said sorry. I was like, oh, sorry, bro. Yeah. <laughs> kept going. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. So I'm like, that's pretty crazy. Like, this dude's a, this dude's a baller, right? And I start doing some more research on it. And I cannot find a single thing about him anywhere. And now I'm wondering if this dude catfished me. I think he was capping. I, dude, I cannot find anything about him. Because he gave me his email and he, he goes, yo, shoot me, shoot me an email and uh, we can work something out if you guys want to get like a, like a nice place somewhere. Sick. And everything. But, dude, I can't find anything. I know the story's real, but I think this dude might have just came up with said he was that guy. Yeah, that's genius. It would be so random to do though. Like, why? He I was don't know. Wearing, he was wearing a mask in the bar, which was pretty suspicious. <laughs> if you ask me, he was the only one in the yeah. entire bar. So seems like million. seems like someone who would lie. 
<laughs> just so, so now I'm, I don't want to claim that he catfished me, but dude, I can't find anything on him. Hmm. And you'd think somebody worth that much, you'd be able to find. Maybe he has something. to go off the grid. That's the only other thought I'd have. Maybe, but I found like stories about the guy, the original guy or pictures of the dude that started the company that he was telling me about and the company that sold for 300 million. Not him. And it's not him. Oh, maybe. Man. Sounds right there. Like, and the dude told me like how he started. He was like, yeah, I was like 16 and, uh, would go to Barbados and just like knock on doors. Cause like my parents had like family friends, houses in Barbados. And that's the story of like this dude that started the company, but it's not him. So I'm so confused. When people get rich, they go back in age. Look at Bezos lately, dude. Guy's yoked. I saw a really funny meme about that, actually. And he was like, Mr. Be- uh, Jeff Bezos is turning into Pitbull. No more Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide, ever since he went to out of space. Can you imagine just living a different life in like a vacation destination town because you just meet different people every day or every time you go out, you'll never see them again? Right, and you just come up with a different story. That's what I started thinking then too. Yeah, it's got to be like if someone. I'm sure there are people like that. They have like a, yeah. It's almost like a social disorder, you know. Like they get they get a kick. They get their rocks off by like telling people different stories of how awesome they are and how successful they are. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I don't know. I'm just glad that you guys made it out of there without getting your ass beat, Ken, hitting on some guy's chick. No, that chick was not into that guy. No, but yeah, that guy was I, so I still oh, yeah. was so funny. Dude, I thought that Mike was going to get beat up because that guy was all mad at him. And I obviously was just chilling back. And uh, it was me and Ben with this guy. And I, like, nudged Ben. I was like, yo, I think I think this guy might, like, start some shit with Mike. Be ready to go. Like, I was ready to, like, step oh, in. Oh, it wasn't Ken? No, it was Mike, dude. It was. Oh, I thought it was Mike and Ken. No, Ken dipped out of there. He was not. He did not have his back. <laughs> Bro, I just can't stand when, like, at first he's like, oh, I got a mullet too. Nice. And we, like, start. And then he gets a little. Co- we're playing Tiki Toss. And he tries to do, like, uh, special moves. And he wasn't nailing any of them. And then this girl walks up and says, hi. And, like, it's almost like they were. They knew each other. But blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, you're blah, blah. Okay. And then he, like, starts saying hi to her. And then um, he was being just kind of a jerk. And then she, like, brings up how the last time she met him, he was being a jerk. And, uh, yeah, he, she's like, yeah. And he's like, what? That's pretty mean to, uh, say to a guy that you're sleeping in the same house with tonight. I'm like, what? what? You, you can't, just... don't hit on her after she calls you a jerk. And then, uh, did you just... say that Mike, did you say that to him? Say what? <laughs> did you say you can't hit on her after she calls you a Pipes jerk? Up? Yeah. No, <laughs> totally silent. And, uh, then he like all of a sudden he just snaps like after he saw that like like listen Ken was just making small talk oh yeah she was talking because she that. didn't want to play like tiki toss or whatever and making small talk and he wanted to play with me and and then after like she just says that and then he like gets all sulky in the corner and he's just like you're dead to me you're like something like that and that was pretty funny. you're not my friend now and you never were and his name was like tommy and she's like tommy like no it's not like that nope don't talk to me like, it's fucked up we got a mic goes over and i'm just like trying to like calm him down and then you guys were Why? you guys were well even before that you guys were trolling him that just we do this oh, to everybody man. we're like oh yeah that's true ben's actually 16 and he like freaked out 
You don't well, know who I know like around here. Can he like splash his balls or his dick to you or something like that? And no. That, well, no. He, he did something weird. And then uh, we're like, oh, that's fucked up. He's a minor. He's 16. And he goes, like, got kind of worried. Dude. He got really he was like, on edge. Well, you can't be in here drinking. Like, you'd get in trouble then, too. I go, bro, who cares? Just step away. He goes, you just don't know the people that know me around here. It's not cool. And then man. we like kept cool trolling him, about. and he's like, "So he's not actually 16? Or like, God. And then we go, "No, nah, he's 18. He's like, "What the fuck?" Dude, <laughs> some people just like I, we just find ourselves in really funny situations. But the whole time, I wasn't worried. The dude was a little. I was shithead. I, I was a little bit worried. He was a pretty big guy, and it's not like Ken was gonna back back you up standing there. So yeah, me and CJ would, and CJ's not trying to get bonked, and I'm not. I think the worst thing, we were like on the deck, the deck next to the water. The worst thing he would have done is like chuck me in the water. Takes <laughs> Mike. He just throws a ball. Well, I mean, first of all, he's not, bi- he was not big enough to throw, like throw me into the water. But if he like pushed me up against the thing and the whole me time, in. I kind of thought it was Ken's like ex cousin that's kind of a shitbag, but he's from Florida. I thought it was him because he kind of looked like him and Ken was kind of mingling with him. So I go, wow. Man, Ken's cousin really is a shitbag. <laughs> Ken doesn't even want to stand by him anymore. The best thing about it, though, about any vacation, especially in areas like that, never see those people again. Yeah. Like, ever. True. Probably ever. So, I wouldn't care anyways. They were the ones being fucking idiots. Right. But, but uh, yeah. So what do you guys think about New Year's resolutions? Do you partake in them? Uh, like, <sighs> like New Year. Last year. Last everyone year. sets like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. Four days a week, which is so basic, but also I, I know as an example. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, what do, you, do you guys set up set that kind of stuff? I've never, yeah, I've never set a New Year's resolution and kept it, no matter what it is. Besides last year, uh, my New Year's resolution was to give up <clears throat> pennies. What does that mean? You may ask. Like it's so funny. I'm sorry. It's just like I just don't use pennies ever. Like when I get a penny from the pay with cash, get four pennies back. Walk out of the gas station. Fling them onto the, just fling them onto the the street wherever I'm at. Sometimes I just throw them I don't in the garbage. Care if there's cars driving by. Well, no, I don't hit cars. Okay, that'd be funny if I did. But sometimes I just throw them in the garbage. Sometimes I like put them in a stack somewhere. Like I, most of the Why time, why don't you just put them I just in the them. little free penny thing? If there is one, I do that. For the record, if there is a, a penny thing in the gas station, I do that. But anywhere else, just chuck them. Throw them out the window, whatever you want. And then people are like, well, why don't you save them? Okay, well, if I saved 300 pennies, like that's a lot of pennies. It it takes a lot of transactions. What does that get me? Mountain Dew? Right. So it's like I'm not saying I don't care about the little money. Like I'll still pick up a nickel, which is ironic. But anyway, 300 pennies gets me like a monster. Who cares? Okay. So anyway, I genuinely (laughs) caught a really good time just whipping these pennies out. It's so fun. I would love to be just... A bystander yeah. seeing Mike walk out of the store just with a wad of pennies and just chuck it. Right. And I never have, like, more than five, uh-huh. usually. Gets in, Dude, his, I, gets in his little Subaru. Boom. Vaping. Psh, 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 yeah. I uh, I got, like, a change, like, big old change jar from my uncle when I was just a little kid. And I remember it had, like, maybe, like, this much change in it. But it was so fucking heavy. I was like, I'm fucking rich. I thought I was like a millionaire, you know. I was like, "There's gotta be, you know, probably not a millionaire, but there's gotta be so much money in here." Um, anyways, I always use that jar, and I'd always put change in it. That's you know? also why I don't uh, 
use pennies because if you fill, put pennies in your jar, it feels heavy and yeah, again, not worth anything. But so still, I, have, like, I have a big jar with no money's pennies. Money's money, in it. dude. Right. I, I agree I with disagree, the pennies, though. though. I agree with the pennies, though. Yeah. It's just fun. That's the, it's the most ironic like New Year's resolution that I just so happen to actually honor. <laughs> I love that. All the well, other that's, a, that's a great New Year's resolution, Mike. I'm proud of you for <laughs> so honoring that. That one stuck with me for life, to be honest. Uh, otherwise, you're yeah. anti penny. Yeah. Get, I'm not, and I'm you're not gonna like run against, a campaign yeah. one day. I'm not and that's like against. Uh, yeah, now I'm instead. I, before I was like, the U.S. should just stop making pennies, which like I think a lot of people can agree on. But I might be sad if they do now because my entertainment will be gone. Mike, you should um, you should invest or get the uh, the app that just rounds up to the nearest dollar and then it invests. That's with a card, but yeah, I should. You know, so then that's it the offsets card. all the pennies that you throw away, right? Yeah, no, that's whoever invented that. That's smart. That's if you pay with a card, though. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, I don't know. I'm not big on the whole New Year's resolution thing. I feel like you almost, like, I think it's just better to set goals in general. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I th- I think um, I think definitely setting, like, a year goal and, and having, that's like, good, the yeah. one year, like, I have one year to accomplish this right. goal. Like, last year, I wrote down just a bunch of different random goals from my personal life to... Uh, finances to uh, YouTube, like the company goals and just different things like that. And I, I looked back on it the other day after I realized that, oh, I should go and see if any of those, you know, after a year came true or where I stand in it. And I think I like accomplished most of them. Yeah. I was like, damn, you know, when you set those, you kind of obviously you hope that they do come true. But I like specifically even wrote down like, I hope I buy a C8 Corvette. And it's just different things like that because then once you write it down, then you're thinking about it. And then once you're thinking about it, that's when you accomplish it. Or Yeah, you know, I think it's better to set, yeah, like to set a goal and then figure out how you're going to accomplish that versus just saying, I want to do this, you know, because then it gets old. Gym, for example, I want to go to the gym three days a week versus I want to uh, make a transformation in my body. I want to look kind of like this guy. Yeah. And then how do I get there? That's true. Because if you have mm-hmm. no end goal, if you, if that's just your goal to go three days a week, it can get uh, wonder, loose pretty fast. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder why New Year's resolutions typically don't get, like, met, you know? Where does it fall I off? think how maybe it's because it everyone's off? setting, like, New Year's resolutions. They go, what's your New Year's resolution? You don't, like, really want it? You're just kind of like, oh, yeah, it'd yeah. be nice to yeah. do this. So you're not really about it. Right. Like, if you really, really want something, I feel like you just would set the goal. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't need it, to be in here. Yeah, but it almost forces you to, which is probably right. good. And I think I've found when people set more unique New Year's resolutions, they get, uh, like, they happen. Right. They probably you know, when it's uh, when it's basic, it. then they're like, eh, I just, I just said that because it was New Year's. Dude, gym owners, I was thinking about this. Gym owners got to love New Year's. They got to. New Year's is like the Black Friday for e-commerce. Yeah. You know, you want to know what's weird though is like I've been going to the gym and honestly I'm not seeing any new faces. Really? Like Oof. I mean I haven't seen. Doesn't seem any more busy. Doesn't seem anything. Maybe I think, not. Then I thought it maybe would be not around packed, here, but, but I'd imagine in yeah, busy areas, busier <laughs> areas. Yeah, you guys got to start going to the gym. Yeah, we got this company <laughs> plan that we're paying for. I'm the only one using it. Yeah, we definitely. I don't think do. we really need it anymore. All right, we, we, got we also that. have a gym Obviously, downstairs yeah. that we haven't the, even used. That's true. <laughs> I, wor- I worked out there you every use day one, you guys were gone. one of them. Oh, good. Decent. Yeah. That's probably why you're sick. That's, that's, that's why I was your body's like, what are you doing to me? 
More Mountain Dew. <laughs> more Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm I'm fading right now. Yeah, so after this, I was like, I assume you're going to need to go bundle up in blankets and hopefully sleep. Taking a nap. Yeah. Down bad. Oh, man. Ryan, Ryan's got the suds. Got the suds. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for the videos we got come rolling out in January. Yeah, we just got done planning a whole, I don't know how many weeks we just planned out, but we got a whole bunch of stuff planned. It's going to be lit. And uh, yeah, hit the subscribe button if you haven't yet. Peace. Peace. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.